This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Chris Twiggs, Chief Training Officer for Galloway Training, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 151 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. 151. Welcome. Welcome to the show. We are so glad to have you guys back this week. And what a week it's been. Yes. Very busy here at the Runny Drink Podcast Studios. Let me just tell you. <laughs> oh, it's the Runny Drink Podcast Studios this week. The studios inside the towers oh, next to oh. the labs where our scientists work on all of our Runny Drink Podcast gear. Okay. I just can't keep up with all this expansion. It's quite the quite the empire you've built it's i i think that you're at the heart of it oh hardly and our patrons are at the heart of it our listeners those who review our show on apple podcasts you guys have been awesome this week and we cannot thank you enough and those who join our team for the donna marathon weekend events oh we've got so much to talk about this week and an amazing episode with a killer interview yeah so we're going to be getting to we are not uh recording in front of a live audience this week because we had the chance to record a special interview in advance of our tuesday release and our normal monday recording let's say yes yeah so we had to do it it's an interview we've been trying to get for quite some time. I can't tell you how long. <laughs> and even now, as I close my eyes, I'm having flashbacks to all of those yellow shirts at Run Disney Races that on the back of them say, Run, Walk, Run, Pacer. Mm-hmm. Galloway Pacers. And those flags that we see at those Run Disney Races, yep. at Jeff Galloway's Half Marathon, at the Donna. And I, I can't tell you what an honor it is whenever Jeff Galloway himself comes on the show, but also this week, very special interview with his national program director. The man himself. Chris Twiggs. We've been trying to get Chris on for quite a while, and we were finally able to let schedule sync up. And yeah, he was so kind to give us, gosh, close to an hour. I think over an hour. Maybe over an hour. By the time all was said and done. And once we got some of the editing out of the way, we've distilled it down to the essence of the interview. But that is still going to cover running, eating, eating. And, and drinking. drinking this week. Oh yes, so, it was so great of him. We're talking all three, all <sighs> three topics with the man today. Yes, and I feel like he was the perfect one to come in 
and talk about all of the different ways that you can implement Galloway. If you've ever looked at it and said, run, walk, run, it could be for me. It could be the way that I get into fitness. It could be the way that I get into walking. It could be the way I get into running. And I know for a fact that we have some listeners here on the podcast that aren't runners. And maybe they're looking for a way to get into it. Maybe you've just joined us and you're like, what is this Galloway thing of which you speak? (laughs) Worry not, my friends. We're going to share all of this with you Mm. with this week's episode. Yes, and everything that we talk about with Chris Twiggs, you can find at jeffgalloway.com. Yes. Yes, you can find all of the resources that he talks about so generously as he spent the hour with us talking Galloway running and then fabulous eats and terrific beverages for all phases of your running journey at the accomplish, explore, and indulge levels. Yes. Now, that's not all. We have had a very busy week. Like I was teasing when we first were doing the intro here (laughs) amy's been hard at work with physical therapy oh yes how about you give us an update i'm working on it i've had a little bit i've had some setbacks this past week with uh a little bit of soreness around my knee and we've had to take a step back and tone down the the physical therapy a little bit Imagine that. Amy is trying to push herself too hard, too fast to get back out there and pound the pavement. A little bit too much homework as my physical therapist. Uh, therapist. I can't Th- even th- talk. Therapist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd call her oh, a beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a therapist. <laughs> I can't even talk, but yes. you. That would be an apt nickname for her. You have other nicknames for her. She's an outstanding physical therapist. And she's absolutely sweet. Yeah. But, man. Very motivating, very encouraging. She's, we're just, this is what we're doing. And I know you're ready for it. And if she were at home with me in her little voice, sitting on my shoulder, she would have told me to back off a little bit. She would have. On extending the wall sits and, and doing too many of the sideways lunges and that's, that's where I am. That's good, though. You yeah. are still making progress. Your walk gait looks great. It's getting better. Seeing you moving, it's, it's starting, starting to look. Yeah. I can't yet spend Like you're an, not in pain all the time. Right. I don't, I don't look like I'm in pain. I can't yet spend an extended period of time on my feet. But, you know, I'm working towards getting better, and I have a great support system in everyone in the Runcation Nation, in you, and in my physical therapist. Or Therabeast. Therabeast. It could and, be a hashtag, people. And you, you, we should do a hashtag with that. You should take a <laughs> selfie with her, like I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you've also been very busy at getting the Runcation Nation community together and communicating, and you've added to some of our Runcation Nation supporters in the last, or since we last talked on the show. Okay, so let's talk about you for a minute about me yeah because you have been hard at work on uh on the run eat drink podcast studio and our patron support 
has given us the ability to do that or more aptly you. Yeah. What I should probably do is rec- <laughs> record a little bit of a video and just show everybody exactly what we've done and added and, and what's coming. But and you're still not done. You still have a vision and ideas and yes. Yeah. So we have added things like shelving that you see in the background of our live streams. When we do the live streams from the studio, we've added the microphone boom arms. We already mm-hmm. had you know, the computer and the mixers and the hard drives and all that, but we've also added some LED lighting, yeah, which has been very nice. We're still trying to dial all of those settings in and we've, we've managed to get a, a green screen set up. So we're going to be adding some stuff where we can do some green screen and maybe talk to you from locations that we're talking about mm-hmm. and, and have that opportunity to, to show you guys more stuff in video form on social media. Mm-hmm. So that all's coming and that's all been in doing no small part to our supporters through patreon and through through the podbean patron program yes we have many long-term supporters and we've added we've grown this past week by two which is amazing not one but two and i believe that during a coffee chat i just i might have broken down and cried did you cry yeah she cries i did she's a crier i did because this past week we had cheryl goodwin and jennifer hall become our newest patrons yeah cheryl also known as cheryl's shenanigans is our newest fan and jennifer hall it's me fun size jen you know how i refer to people as as their handles we do refer to people as their handles on Mm -hmm. on instagram and twitter and because it's easier that way and sometimes when you're reading them as they're scrolling by that's the only way you can refer to them and because and we're learning yeah and because we have jen from it's me fun size jen we have uh, running through wonderland jen this is true this is it's me fun size jen or jennifer hall and she's our latest founder at the $5 level and she has her name in lights at runeatdrink.net and both of these ladies have a special message coming to them in the mail from us this week that's very cool and you did some work on the patron levels too actually uh, revamping the adding some benefits and things and i'm still continuing to do that because we're coming up on a very important anniversary of having our first patron and the it would just be really fantastic for these long-term supporters of the show to come on and tell their stories i like that so more to come well and also there's a technical aspect of this that we're learning and that is we have a discord server set up oh true yes i've forgotten we're going to to be setting up the discord chat for patrons as well yeah i just have to finish learning how to do it i just needed more coffee to remember that part (laughs) (laughs) don't feel bad because this is one of those things like i've been tinkering with it on the side but it's not something that we're really pushing yet no but it's coming and that's going to be for all of our patrons regardless of their level and uh more to come on that but we can't thank you ladies enough for joining yes. and all of you patrons who've been with us all this time. You can't thank you enough for your support. Amazing. Our Runcation Nation has supported us in other ways as well. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And at this time of year, supporting us through our Donna Marathon weekend team. And we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later in the show. Yes. But first, we want to get down to brass tacks. We were (laughs) so lucky to have Chris Twiggs join us. He is the National Program Director for Galloway Training, like we mentioned before. Chris talks running, eating, and drinking with us. It was amazing. On this week's episode. Amazing. And he came to us live from his home studio slash tiki bar. His tiki bar. I love that. I think it's so great. I love that. It made me want a Mai Tai. Right? Right away. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into that interview with Chris Twiggs. And we hope that you guys enjoy hearing it as much as we enjoyed interviewing him. This is a very special episode of the Runny Drink Podcast as we head into the running segment of our show. And yes, we're going to be talking a little bit of eating and drinking. Come on. It's, it's us. us. <laughs> we, didn't pr- we didn't plan that. We didn't plan it. Jinx now. I don't know. We're continuing our series and, and what our listeners have been asking for in tools and programs and strategies that can help them with their goals in 2021. And we are lucky enough to be joined by someone we have, I have, fangirled at the beginning of the wee hours of the morning of a run Disney race as I saw him gather and address all of the Galloway pacers and been mm-hmm. like, no, I can't go over there. It's just too big. It's just too big. But he's here now. He's yes, here man. now. We got him all to ourselves. Oh, and I am so happy to welcome... Chris Twiggs, National Program Director of the Galloway Training Programs. Thank you for spending time with us on the show today, sir. Happy to do it. I had to grab my, I've got a pacer oh. sign here with me. So I had to grab, for inspiration, I've got my Corral A pacer sign here with me, which has not done me a bit of good no? for almost a year now. Oh, oh you know, I know. All those, all those virtual races, you don't need the pacers. But yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. But hopefully, we'll all be able to run together again soon. Yes. Yes. Yes, hopefully. So thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. We have only known you as the director of Galloway Training. How did you come to that position? So I... I started out like everybody else. I just became a fan of Jeff Galloway. I first met, I first, I first learned about Jeff through his original book, Galloway's book on running, which is now in its third edition, run out and grab the third edition of that book. It is fantastic. It is the most comprehensive running book in existence. It's really, really good. Back when I first found out about Jeff, he only had one book out and I read it, loved it. I used it to train for my second marathon because I didn't find his book until I was almost ready to run my first marathon and I didn't want to change horses midstream. I read his book, loved it. He was a speaker at the Disney marathon uh, the second year of the marathon. He may have been a speaker there the first year. If he was, I didn't notice. Mm -hmm. But I had run my first marathon was the inaugural Disney marathon. In fact, Jeff Galloway and I are among the the perfect runners yes. at Disney. We've done the Disney Marathon every year, including the virtual this year. So jealous. Yeah. Yeah. It was timing. <laughs> it was timing. I it was my first race, and it was just timing. I kept doing it. So I, I read his book. I met him the night before the second marathon. I was interested in, in what he had to say. We had not used walk breaks in our training because we missed that in his book. It's there, but I hadn't 
seen it. I hadn't read it carefully enough. But it wasn't highlighted. If you go back and look at the first edition of that book, it's not really, the the walk breaks are not really highlighted. Mm -hmm. My wife and I were doing the marathon and we decided to try walk breaks for the first time. They say never try anything new on race day, but I will tell you walk breaks, it's okay to try walk breaks for the first time on race day. And so we tried walk breaks for the first time during that marathon. I improved my marathon time by about 15 minutes. I was thrilled. But I was very much overshadowed by my wife, who improved her time from a 4.15 in her first marathon, which is not too shabby. Not at all. To a 3.38 in her second marathon, the very first run, her first run with walk breaks. And she ran a 3.38, which for her age group qualified her for Boston. Actually, at that time, back in 1995, that would qualify any woman for Boston. Right. And so we were sold. We were like, this is <laughs> this is it. Why yeah. do anything any differently? Yeah. Uh, I became a big fan of Jeff Galloway, obviously. And then we met him again before the Marine Corps Marathon about two years later. Mm. He had another book out. And it was kind of a it was kind of a work in progress, that book. Mm-hmm. And he actually had a note in it saying, hey, this is a work in progress. If you have suggestions for changes, additions, whatever, please let me know. And then he happened, Jeff Galloway happened to be on the, on the same bus to the airport that my wife and I were on. I was an English professor. Oh. And so I said, Hey, Mr. Galloway, I'm Chris Twiggs. I'm an English professor and I, and I love your books and I, and I love your method. And I think I can help if you want the help. So We worked together for a few years doing some stuff with his books. Mm -hmm. And then he asked me if I would be interested in starting a local Galloway program where I was living. There was not a local Galloway program. So Mm -hmm. I started I started a local program in Greenville, South Carolina. And then we moved to Florida and I started a local Galloway program in Daytona Beach, Florida. Mm. And then we moved again and I started another local program in Jacksonville, Florida. And that local Galloway program became the starting point for the Donna Marathon. That local Galloway program created the marathon and, uh, and Donna trained with us. And that local program grew to have a thousand members at one point. And I said, Jeff, I'm not moving anymore. I'm not going to start any new Galloway programs. And he said, my national director is retiring. How would you like to work full time for me? I couldn't pass that up when a guy who has Uh. helped you in so many ways and, and allowed you to live out so many dreams gives you the chance to work for him full time. You don't say no. It's a dream. It's a dream. So that was in, that was in 2010. So I've been working for Jeff for a little over 10 years now, full time. And uh, it's been awesome. I've gotten to travel the world. I've gotten to help so many people and I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. Oh, that man. What a confluence of events and people and personalities uh, just in how you got to where you're at. Yeah. Now you of course talked about walk breaks and you talked about it's okay to add them on the first day of running. We do get, New people to the Run Eat Drink podcast. We do weekly who haven't been following along, and you yeah. know we explain that we are Galloway Run Walk Runners. But if you could encapsulate the Run Walk Run method for those of us or for those listening who might be discovering it for the first time, how would you describe it? 
it's putting ourselves in control of the running experience in a way that in a way that we aren't prone to if we just listen to the the, the professionals if we just listen to the old first wave runners from the 70s doing things the way our grandfathers used to do them. If we look at the typical runner in a half marathon or a marathon, that person's going to start off and whatever pace that person runs for the first, say, third of the race is probably going to be 30 seconds to a minute faster than what that person's going to average for the whole race, right? They take off too fast is what they they do. And then they settle into a pace that they're trying to hold on to And then the last third of the race, they're struggling, and a lot of times they're walking toward the end. Mm. And so what Jeff Galloway does is he says, look, if you're going to walk some, let's do it on purpose. Let's do it on schedule. And if you want to do some of your running without any walks at all, let's make it at the end Mm. when you're passing people and you're celebrating that finish. Mm. And we, we advocate running running negative splits we advocate starting off slower than you're going to average for the race Mm. doing walk breaks on a schedule that is based on how fast you're going faster runners take the walk breaks a little less often slower runners take them more often and then at the end of the race if you're on pace and feeling strong you could cut out those walk breaks and run on in Mm -hmm. and and zip on past people This is the way that we were designed to run. If you go back and you look at at the the persistence hunters of millennia ago, when they were trying to track down a deer, they wouldn't just go out and and run as fast as they could at that deer, hoping they're going to catch the deer. That's not going to work out. So instead, they run at the deer. The deer takes off. They kind of they walk, get close to the deer. They run at the deer again, and they go all day long and all night long, running and walking, running and walking, getting closer and closer to the deer. That deer gets tired, gets exhausted, finally stops, and the hunter gets the deer. And we were designed to do that. Our ancient ancestors, that's how they survived. That's how we came into existence was because that method worked. And so if you look at what ultra runners do, Mm. uh, people like Dean Karnazes who can run for three days straight, people that are doing the Spartathlon running from Athens to Sparta or running Badwater Ultra Marathon through (laughs) Death Valley, it's all about managing your resources, doing a little bit of running, a little bit of walking so that you're continuously moving Mm -hmm toward that finish line. And, and we were designed to be able to do that all day and all night and it works. And uh, Jeff Galloway is the one who kind of brought that system to all of us. And it, it works whether you're talking about someone training for a 5k, I just really want to break 45 minutes in a 5k. Or if you're talking about somebody that says, I just really want to qualify for the Boston marathon, like mm-hmm. the story I, I gave of my wife, it works both ends of the spectrum. It works slow and fast. It works short distance and long distance. And the added benefit is you are less likely to get injured Mm. and you recover faster. So you can keep doing this for your entire life. And I, Mm. it hurts me so much when I talk to people who say, Oh, I used to run in high school. Oh, I used to run in college. And now they're 50 pounds overweight and Mm. they say, Oh, I'm not going to run because it hurts. And they've just had so many bad experiences. And so Run, walk, run gives you a great experience, much lower risk of injury, 
And so you can continue doing this on into your 70s, 80s, 90s. Run until you're 100. I think I've heard this somewhere before. It's a really good book. <laughs> I, I, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad, I'm really glad that that's his goal because, yeah. as you know, Jeff Galloway hit 75 years uh, this past year. And yeah. I figure that gives, that gives me another 25 years of job security. Yeah, there you go, right? You have a retirement plan. I'm glad yes. to hear that. 25 years from now, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I, really and truly, I love the, the mess. This message, yes. I think, is what really spoke to me. Amy introduced me to Galloway running. And then me hearing Jeff at a talk at a Disney race. I think it was 2010, was it not? I believe so. And yeah. and he he's the way he phrased it was, our ancestors ran short what distances to either catch food yeah. or avoid becoming food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both very important. Absolutely. Yes, critical. And, and you know, it's such a, it's kind of a, like a, a little wink and a nod to say it that way. Mm -hmm. But truthfully, it, it makes so much sense. Yes. And when you look at us compared to the real fast running animals on the planet, we're not built anything like them. Mm -mm. No. You know, we don't share no. any of the same physiological you know, biomechanics. We don't. So no. it makes so much sense the way he put it. Yes, and, and I I will say, we I think we were just sold the first time that we saw him in 2010, and it was like the night before the race. We had not even tried it. Well, we did. <laughs> we made every mistake possible. We st did starting our running terrible. our running trip. We we didn't get properly fitted for shoes. No. We we were just winging it, mm -mm. hoping for the best. And yes. we tried training a little bit based on kind of what you said, what you knew from the people who were those first generation runners from the 70s that maybe were teaching in the 80s and 90s in your, in your oh, gym yeah. class, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and the problem is that a lot of those books that are out there and a lot of those coaches are taking – what was useful, what was successful on a national class or world-class level. Mm. And they're just paring it down a little bit and thinking, well, that's going to work for everybody. Mm. And what makes Jeff Galloway so amazing is he was on the highest level you can get. He was in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And yet when he put together his method and when he put together his philosophy of coaching, instead of saying, well, what worked for me and what worked for Steve Prefontaine and how can we dumb it down? He said, all right, what's going to work? What's not going to break people? What's going to yeah. work for average people and then get them the success that they want. And I, I really am glad that that's the approach he took because it's what, it's what has allowed me to do what I wanted to do with running and has allowed him to help hundreds of thousands of people. I think that's also what makes uh, Galloway training groups around the country different from mm -hmm. uh, other running groups that may not be affiliated with Galloway. Can you talk a little bit about what those Galloway training groups are, what they're all about for people who may not be familiar or may not have one near them? Yeah, yeah, you bet. So like I said, when when after I helped Jeff a little bit on the writing side and working on some book projects, he asked if I'd be interested in starting a local program. Mm -hmm. And local Galloway programs were things that Jeff started back in the 70s, and they've grown over the years. We now have them in several parts of the country and actually a couple of international locations. And these are 
groups of people that get together and train for, it could be a half marathon, a marathon. In some cases, uh, we have getting started programs that are training people for their first 5k. But the idea is much like you mentioned, seeing me with the pacers, much like that, the local Galloway programs have pace groups and each group has a pace group leader. And that leader will have a group of people, no more than 10 people. We like Mm. to keep a ratio of at least one group leader for every 10 members. Mm -hmm. And those are people who are going to run the same pace for the same distance using the same run-walk ratio each weekend. Now, the the distance is going to change as the training goes along, but that Mm. group stays together. And periodically throughout the training cycle, they may run two or three magic miles. And the magic mile is how we, it's a diagnostic tool that Jeff came up with to determine what your predicted race pace would be, mm-hmm. depending on what you're training for. And so if an individual get, gets faster, that person might move from one pace group to another within the program. And that's kind of great when that happens. And, but those, each program maybe has five or six different pace groups, each group led by a pace group leader, leading a different pace, a different run-walk ratio, keeping that group together so that nobody's ever running on their own, Mm. and then, but all training the same distance toward whatever goal race it is. And we have, we have programs from Florida to Alaska, Mm -hmm. so some of them are training for their local programs, for their local races, their local marathons or half marathons, Mm. and then some of them are training for the big destination events, the Disney races. We get a lot of people that want to train for the Disney races. A lot of people want to come to Jacksonville, Florida for the Donna because that's a very Galloway-friendly race, having started with a local program. A lot of people go to Atlanta for Jeff's half marathon in December. Two of our Mm. favorites. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Those are, those are great events. Those are great events. But what makes those local programs different, obviously, is they're all using the same run, walk, run method. If your magic mile says that you should be training at 10 minutes per mile and therefore you should be doing 90 second run, 30 second walk, your pace group in Miami is going to be using that that run-walk ratio, mm. so would your pace group if you were in Dallas, Texas, so or in Los Angeles, or Anchorage. It's, uh, and that's part of my job is to make sure there's consistency mm-hmm. from one city to another so that if I have a member in Jacksonville who travels to New York yeah. City for, for work and says, hey, I want to meet up with the New York City program, I can get on the phone and, and call Karen or call Joel in, in New York City and say, hey, we've got got somebody who's coming up there this is their magic mile they know exactly what group to put them in Mm -hmm. and it's like running with a a new group of old friends yeah and the people who lead those programs those they go through a rigorous kind of certification or testing process with you they do they do and because i want to make sure that they're going to be leading the program the same way i would lead it here at home yeah and and we meet Every month we have a Zoom gathering, which we were using Zoom back before the world knew what Zoom was. You were Zooming but, before uh, Zoom was, was cool. Cool, yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, I think it's not cool anymore. I think we've lost the cool. Agreed. Anymore. But but yes, they we get together every month and talk over questions the program directors have, problems, issues, ideas, mm-hmm. uh, suggestions. Jeff is on there with them and uh, likes to get their feedback. We do what we can to make sure that the program as a whole is improved and mm-hmm. is consistent. And when there is a new thing 
that Jeff wants to roll out in the programs, we're able to roll it out around the world at once. Mm. And that's something that's different. And there are some people that you'll run into who will say, oh, well, I, I do Galloway. Oh, yeah, I do. I run a mile and I walk a minute. I do Galloway. Well, you do Galloway circa 1994. <laughs> you know, you're doing Galloway as it was in his book, in his first book. It's like proto Galloway. Mm. Yeah. Proto Galloway. Exactly. You're not doing Galloway to 2021. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's great about our local programs is you're always getting the newest edition, the newest version. And when Jeff makes a change, sometimes there are growing pains and, and he has to explain why he wants to change the ratios or why he wants to change the distances on the drop down weekends mm. in between long runs and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we stay current yeah. with what Jeff sees as the safest, smartest way to train. Yeah. What I what I love yeah. about it is the fact that Jeff is doing these changes and, and, and incorporating the newest science and the information that he's getting, the data yeah. points that he's getting from all of the runners that he's it's research based. He's training. And practically yeah. done. Put together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's not just pulling numbers out of thin air and saying, Try this and let me know how it works. Yeah, he yeah. is not. Yeah. He is not. And he has a group of guinea pigs. Uh, he well, pioneers, coaches, if you will. He, yeah, OK, <laughs> he, coach, he coaches people. He coaches people personally. He hasn't. We have an e-coaching uh, plan that people say, OK, yeah, so, yeah. So, Amy, you're a you're a guinea pig. You We've talked know, about right? it. Yeah, but you are. Yeah. So if if there's something that's not quite right with your ratios, you know it. You, you'll say, yes. you know, something doesn't feel quite. And you, so you give Jeff feedback mm -hmm. and he takes the feedback from you and the feedback from everybody else that he's coaching. That's about your pace. And if he needs to make an adjustment to the recommended run walk ratio for people that are around your pace, he has the data to support that change because of mm -hmm. the little tweaks and adjustments that yes. he's made with his e-coach clients. Now, of course, yeah. we are familiar with e-coaching right, right. and what that is, but there is also another avenue for like people. You have e Jeff's e-coaching, you have the Galloway groups, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's also Galloway customized training. Yeah. Can you talk about what that is and how runners would know if that's going to be right for them? Absolutely. I will say, and I'm not, I don't think I'm biased. I do coach the, the customized training plans, but I really believe if you do the research, Galloway customized training is the best value in professional coaching you're going to find anywhere mm. because no one seems to believe it's as inexpensive as it is. Mm. And as inexpensive as it is, no one seems to believe you get all that you get for it. And I will just say, I am very glad that Jeff Galloway doesn't make me live off of what we make from <laughs> customized training plans, because it really is. It's a, it's a crazy good value, but this is kind of a mid-level, mid-level coaching. All right. So you don't want to coach yourself. You're not just going to grab the book and uh, some people will just grab the book like I did with Jeff's first oh, book, sure. buy his yeah. book, follow along and, yeah. and there you go. And if you've just got one race, and you don't have any other things that are going to get in the way of your training, that's great. You can follow a set plan. And as long as life doesn't get in your way, you're good. So there's that on the one end. That's mm. It's only the cost of the book. Then on the other end, you've got Jeff Galloway's e-coaching, which is Jeff Galloway every week interacting mm -hmm. with you, constantly 
asking for your feedback, constantly giving you updates to your schedule. Mm. Having an Olympian um, so on call. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is amazing, right? And um, then in the middle, we've got what I do. So customized training plans takes the same questionnaire that, that you guys filled out for e-coaching. It's, yeah. it's basically the same questionnaire, maybe one or two questions different. But I want to find out where are you now with your physical ability? Mm -hmm. What are your goals for running? And what are your time restrictions? What's going to, you know, what, what's going to stop you from like daily life? Wednesday night? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's going to stop you from doing your Wednesday doing a Wednesday tempo run? What's going to stop you? What Saturdays can you not do a long run or is Sunday a better day for a long run? All that stuff. Mm. So I collect all that information up front mm -hmm. and then I build a schedule that is theoretically the same schedule or close to the same schedule that Jeff Galloway would give you in e-coaching. I, I, I think it's fair to say that Jeff and I are a little bit different in the way that we coach. I think our schedules are a little bit different, but not much. I mean, for before Jeff, I start, I started working for Jeff full time in 2010. We've been doing customized now maybe about five years. Oh. So for five years, I was writing training schedules for local training programs. I was oh. implementing those schedules. I was helping them make adjustments. So all of that knowledge that I was getting those first five years working for, for Jeff, that goes into the schedules now that I'm writing. So I'm pretty confident that if well, I know that if I write a schedule for a customized person and that person emailed it to Jeff, I'm not mm -hmm. going to be worried that Jeff is going to say, Ooh, that's not what I would do. It's, right. it's close enough. It's very right. close. And so I put together the schedule and then what I do, Jeff is interacting with you guys through email every week. Mm -hmm. What I use is a platform called final surge and final surge is an amazing online training log it's free anybody can use it you, you don't have to be a part of galloway customized to use it you could make a free a free account oh, yeah. on final surge and use it to track your runs to put your own schedules on it's great and we actually sell some pre-made Galloway plans on there. So if somebody wanted to train for a half marathon, you could go to finalsurge.com. You could buy a Galloway half marathon plan. Okay. And as soon as you buy it, it would populate on your personal account on final surge. And then you just follow it. Oh, that's so great. you don't get coach. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. But you don't get coaching with that. Yeah. Yeah. But with the customized, what you get is instead of getting the, the the pre-done plan, I write the plan that's based on, oh, well, I know she's going to be on vacation that weekend, so I'm not going to put a long run there. Mm. And I know that not, yeah, she's training for this half marathon, but she's also got this 5k that she wants to run. And she says that she really likes to do water running. So I'm going to add water running on Sundays. And so all of these things that I put on, mm. so that gets loaded on somebody's final surge schedule. And then the great thing is once that's loaded there, I don't have to touch it again unless you ask for something. So every night you would get an email that tells you what your next two days worth of workouts are. Mm. Tells you what tomorrow's workout is and the next days. You can go on to finalsurge.com or you can use their app anytime you want to look at the entire schedule. Uh, you can use the app or the website to, to leave comments for me to see if you use a Garmin or an Apple Watch or if you're using an app uh, like map my run, mm. your data will can automatically sync to final surge so that I can go in and I can look and I can see, Ooh, her heart rate was really getting high during the first mile of that run. Maybe we need to do a, a more a gentler warm up for the next run. 
that sort of thing. So it's really, really detailed. That's cool. And yeah, it's awesome. But if all you want is the schedule and you want the constant emails to keep you on track, you get that. And then you never, if you don't want to want me to bug you, you never have to hear from me again. But if you're the squeaky wheel and you want more attention, you can leave comments for me to, to get back to you on. Mm. You can email me through finalsurge.com. And we do, we do conferences, group video conferences, again on Zoom, on <laughs> Tuesdays. So I, I had a morning session this morning. Mm-hmm. I have an evening session later on. Yeah. And these are great group sessions that people can get on. And they can talk about, well, here's, I've got a new magic mile time. Here it is. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, you know, something didn't feel quite right on this run or this is aching or that is hurting. And so I just go through people in the order that they show up on the Zoom Mm -hmm. and talk with them. And sometimes people will hang out just to listen and see what other people are training for. We also have a closed Facebook group so that people can post their race pictures and give a lot of kudos to each other. That's great. Like you know, a support oh, system. And that was something that they asked for. I wasn't, I didn't think I had time. I really don't have time to manage <laughs> a, a Facebook group. But one of the members was like, look, it'll be easy to set up and I'll moderate it. All you there have you to do is make sure. So all I do <laughs> is when I, when somebody tags me, I comment on it. And then I check every couple of days when I see that there's been somebody new that's asked to join. I just verify that it's somebody that's actually a current or past member of Customize. And, but it's really is an amazing value. It's less than $200 for six months of training the first time you go through it. And if you've done it once and you, and you want to go through another six months, that's only another $75 for another six months of training. I mean, it really is. I have, I have paid a coach that much per month to coach my son Yep. because yeah. anybody who tries to coach their own kids knows that your kids will not listen to you. And that's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's oh money well gosh. spent. It's like my so, dad yeah. trying to teach so, me math. So, you know, <laughs> it's crazy that, it's crazy that, and I, it was money well spent, and yet you get that, you know, that, get, that gets you six months of customized training. And, um, mm. and I love it. And I have, I really do have everything from people that are training. I, I have I have one client right now who is in college. She's on an ROTC scholarship and she's trying to hit a particular time in the mile and a half PT test. Yep. And and so I've got as short as a mile and a half, mm-hmm. and I also have probably a half dozen people that are training for hundred mile ultra marathons. Wow. And it's just that's I love the variety. I love mm-hmm. having that. The first person on the Zoom call is asking about the 5K. The next person's asking about the marathon. People are, some people are doing uh, 16 minute per mile pace. Some yeah. people are doing six minute per mile pace. So I love all that. Do you have any inspirational stories that come to mind or any stories about the man himself that come to mind when you think about Galloway, your customized training clients, or just your years with Jeff? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, how much time do you have? Well, how much time um, do you have? <laughs> then you're a busy man. <laughs> tons. Yeah. Tons and tons of stories. I will say the great, the great stories from the customized clients are always the ones that are people that are hitting even through the pandemic. People yeah. that are doing virtual races and getting PRs, mm, getting mm. their personal record, their fastest times. I I had. One woman that that did her first marathon as a virtual race this year, wow. and I had several people 
that have done their first 5Ks through this time. Lots of really fun stories of wives and daughters that are giving the gift of customized to their fathers or husbands around Christmas time. So fun, fun things like that. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of stories about Jeff Galloway, I will say I have been fortunate to be there for a lot of races that Jeff has done and, and lots of fun things. His white Barb is the person you really need to talk to because she's got the best Jeff stories. No question about it, but probably the, the, one time that I really appreciated Jeff, I was injured about two years ago and we were running the princess half marathon and I was, I should have been pacing uh, from corral a, but I was injured and I couldn't do it. And I felt terrible. So I thought, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run with Jeff and Barb and I'm just going to stick with them and that'll cheer me up. That'll make me feel better. And I'm pretty sure that in 13.1 miles of, you only get credit for 13.1 miles of a half marathon. Doesn't matter how far you actually run. You only get credit for 13.1 miles. Correct. I promise you he ran 15 miles. Especially um, at a Disney race. He was, but yeah, but he was zigzagging over to this side to get a selfie with this person. Then oh, he's zigzagging yeah. over to that side yeah. to say hello to that person. And then he's slowing down to hear someone's life story about, oh, you saved my life because I've lost all this weight because I'm, I, I found your method. And, oh, I thought I wasn't, I thought I wasn't good enough because I couldn't run continuously and you gave me permission to take walk breaks, all of this amazing stuff. And I have to say running with him, I suddenly had no problems. The fact that I was injured was not an obstacle. I was able to see that what matters is that we keep reminding ourselves that we're runners. It doesn't matter how fast. It doesn't matter how slow. And it doesn't even matter if you have to walk for an extended period of time. And I don't mean just a long walk break. I mean, if you have to walk for six months while you're rehabbing from something, that doesn't mean you're not a runner. You're still a runner if you believe that you're a runner. And, And being with him during that race just, I mean, it, if I, I didn't know at that point, if I would return to form and and be able to run the paces that I wanted to run and lead the pace groups I wanted to lead, but I knew that it wouldn't matter because he showed me during that race that it's not about how fast you run. It's just about the fact that you're out there running. So that was really cool. I, I would encourage anybody, if you see Jeff at a race and during the race, don't be afraid to go over and run with him. He's not bothered by that and, and stay with him as long as, as long as you can. But I will tell you, he may only be doing 30 second run, 15 second walk, but that guy moves. But he's going. He, he moves. Yeah. He moves. Yeah. He'll be the guy that's got the bottle of Coke in his pocket oh. as he's tooting down the road. And, yeah. and you're going to be surprised at how quick he's going. We saw that at the dock. Well, Dana, before we go on. We said that we would talk about the amazing support we have in the Runcation Nation and our Donna Marathon Weekend, virtual Donna Marathon Weekend team. Yeah, we could talk about what you guys have done for us for an entire episode. We promise we're not going to talk about it quite that long. But you have, over the last week or so, been hearing us talk about the Donna Marathon Weekend and how it is coming upon us and it is a virtual race and actually in last week's episode we were fortunate enough to talk to the director of the donna foundation who really let us know what the donna foundation is all about and how amazing 
this weekend normally is and what an incredible virtual event they've created to try to capture that magic. Yes, Executive Director Amanda Napolitano, Boston qualifier. She was with us on the show last week. We've shared snippets over social media all week long. I've talked about it in coffee chats. We've talked about it and shown off medals in our evening chats Mm -hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. Well, we have created a team. Yes. A running team, a virtual running team. A lot of people didn't know you could do that. Prior to this year, a lot of people didn't know you could do virtual races. You can not only do virtual races, you can organize as a team and run virtually separately together. Or everywhere together. Everywhere. As Amanda talked about last week. Mm Mm-hmm. So at runeatdrink.net slash Donna, we, ha- we have a page up showing scenes from previous years at the Donna, and we have a link to join our team. And I really want to shout out at this point in time that we have 16 members. And counting. And counting of our team who are running Distances ranging from zero 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 point zero miles, yes, all the way up to an ultra marathon of one hundred and ten miles. I, I, I mean, they're both incredible. I'm gravitating towards that zero point zero because mm. I think that's the only distance that gets you a really cool car magnet. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you could do. And we told our Runcation Nation, if you do the zero zero, loud and proud, we want to see photographs we want to see pictures of you achieving that zero zero on the couch with the netflix we want you to do nothing and and tell us if it's everything you thought it could be. be exactly exactly and then there are amazing people who are running the 5k distance running the half marathon distance the marathon distance the ultra marathon distance there are people who have purchased team shirts yes and we are doing not only the team run it drink podcast i'm sorry run it drink.net slash donna mm-hmm. click on the link to join our team and then we are also doing a charitable double whammy here <laughs> if you go over if you click the button that says get a team shirt that takes mm-hmm. you over to our swag store you select one of the shirts for breast cancer awareness mm-hmm. all the proceeds from those shirts go to the Donna Foundation. Yes. You don't make a dime off those shirts. Yes. And you can have your shirt in your size and your color choice. And with our special logo with the breast cancer ribbon designed by our friends at Pure Creative Apparel. And on the sleeve, you can put your Instagram handle. You can put a hashtag. You can put someone's name that you are running in honor of as they fight their their battle against breast cancer. So head on over to runeatdrink.net slash Donna. Join our team. Grab yourself a team shirt. Send us your photos. Yes. As you are accomplishing, exploring, and indulging. Help us help the Donna Foundation support these families as they are fighting their battle against breast cancer because we think and we agree with the team at the Donna Foundation that nobody should be choosing between paying bills or getting their cancer treatment. Yes. So be sure that you register anytime between now 
the, the first, second of February and February 14th. Register by then, run the distance if you want to submit official results between February 6th and February 14th, or run the distance in your own time after you register any time before the end of March and you still get your swag and you still support a great organization. And they didn't skimp on that swag either. So these medals are amazing. The belt buckle for the ultra is amazing. Yes. So get out there, pound out those miles, support the Donna Foundation, runeatdrink.net slash Donna. We've talked running. I would like to talk about eating and drinking to kind of round out our show. And it is the Run it Eat Drink is, podcast after all. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm here. I'm here in my home tiki bar. I love so it. I'm, thank you. I. Thank you. I just, I love it. So, Isn't so. Cool? I, I, what's your favorite tiki? What's you my favorite tiki? Yeah. Can you choose one? Or no? Um, you mean yeah. what, uh, from the, the set like, there? From the set. Oh, gosh. See, that was a tough, t- it's too much. It's too much, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've all got this great, they've all got a great story to tell. I was actually, my wife just brought one in. This is her favorite. And I, this is probably among my favorite. This is, this mug is, this. this is actually the, this, this is a special one. This is the first tiki mug that we got at a bar. And this is from Archipelago, a neat little tiki bar in Washington, D.C. And we, my, my father's, I don't know if it's his favorite marathon, but the marathon my father has run the most is the Washington is the Marine Corps marathon on Washington, DC. Mm, mm. Um, and so because my dad runs it, we like to run it as well. And so our tradition is after the marathon, we go to archipelago and, uh, and have a tiki drink. And so this is the mug from there. This is another cool one that we picked up on our last international trip. And this one, he's kind of cool looking. That and this is grin. from, Yeah. This is from the, the Tiki Bar in, in Paris, France. Oh. And uh, I would, I'll let you look up the name of it because I don't know how family-friendly the podcast is supposed to be. So I won't tell you the name of the, of you're the not, bar. You're not going to tell us. Can, okay. But you can look up, look up the name of the Tiki Bar in, um, in Paris and you'll see. Okay. Uh, we have so. a Tiki tradition here as well. Whenever we run yes. the Jeff Galloway Half Marathon mm-hmm. weekend up in Atlanta, we always go to Trader Vic's. While oh, we are well, there. sure. Let's see. I've got... Uh, Look at this. He's the man. Here's, this is, there's, there's the blowfish. The blowfish. Oh! Trader Vicks. Very That's Trader nice. Vicks mug here. And then this is another Trader Vicks. <gasps> the, uh, this is a little mini one, but that's the suffering oh. bastard. Oh, that's, yay! Uh, yeah. Which I have, I have a tradition. I have a friend who comes here near where I live. There's a hundred miler and uh, he comes here every year to run it. And then he'll, after the race... 100 miler he comes to, to to my house to crash afterwards and so i always make him a suffering bastard cocktail and in a larger version of that mug uh, because i figure that's appropriate for somebody that's just run 100 miles yeah and we're not just dropping the phrase suffering bastard that is actually a cocktail it is and we will link oh, it is. we'll link to that for everybody so they <laughs> can maybe good, it's experiment a very at home good drink it was intended it was, it was created in in egypt and it was supposed to be a hangover cure right uh-huh um, so yeah, it's a good, it's a very good, it's a very good drink. Now, when you're not enjoying some tiki goodness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. what are some of your go-tos? Uh, a question we were recently asked was, had to do with pre-run or pre-race meals or foods. Is there anything that's kind of a go-to for you? 
so morning of, I, I, I like to travel with a, I, I take two machines with me when I travel, assuming I'm driving to a race. I take a little Nespresso machine <laughs> so that I can make myself good coffee. Are you, you're not a fan and of hotel coffee? Do, well, do you know what? That's how I discovered Nespresso. The <laughs> That's first the time I used first time I used it was at a hotel and I was spoiled. I was like, this is amazing. And so I bought a machine (laughs) for the home and then I bought a small one to take with me because you can't, a Keurig is a very sad, sad replacement for Nespresso. And and in some hotels you're lucky to get a Keurig. Yeah. In some hotels. So I, so I always have that. So that's the first thing I have with me. And then I also, I, I bring a toaster Ooh. because why not? It's so easy. They don't take up a lot of space. And so my normal routine, if I've traveled to a race, is I will toast half a bagel, I'll put peanut butter on it, and then first thing in the morning, as I'm getting myself dressed and ready to go out to run a marathon, I'll have my half a bagel with peanut butter and a shot of Nespresso. And that's that's my normal thing. And when you consider, like, think about the Disney races, how early you have to get out there for those. And I am... Even earlier. Yeah. Even earlier because I've got to meet with the pacers. Mm -hmm. And so I am always standing in line waiting for them to open the security checkpoint. Not, Mm -hmm. not this, not the checkpoint to get into the corrals. I'm talking about the checkpoint to get onto the bus to take you to the period. So um, yeah. yeah, So three 30 in the morning, I'm already out there. So yeah, I've got to eat something Mm -hmm. and then I'll have, I'll usually have a gel or a goo or something Mm -hmm. that I'll take again. Mm. 15 minutes before the race and my stomach I'm, I'm lucky that my stomach is pretty good that any of those any of the gels or goos they all nice. they all work fine for me for that but pre-race bagel and peanut butter is the main thing coffee. night before if i'm dan coffee <laughs> night before if i'm down at disney though i'll tell you the place that i love to go if i'm down there Ooh. oh I, yes I, we must I, know. I think about i think well i think about disney a lot because we we do all those races um, or did in the pre-pandemic time. But uh. if you go over to Disney Springs, the there's a little food booth called BB Wolf's. Yes. That makes this, okay. Oh, yes. I'm a, I'm a, yes. I'm a vegetarian, but they have a plant-based sausage dog there. We were oh. going to get that last time we were there. It is so good. And now I'll tell you, it it changes periodically. I don't know how often, maybe every year, every six months. I don't know. But periodically, which of their sausage dogs is the plant-based one oh. changes. Oh. So the last one I had there was actually just a few weeks ago. It was a like a bratwurst with sauerkraut, Yum. and it, had, it was on a pretzel bun. <sighs> oh, my gosh. And somehow, I, I'm not sure I would recommend for everybody that you have a sausage dog with sauerkraut the night before a marathon <laughs> maybe but i'm telling you the last two disney marathons that has been my pre-race uh meal and i qualified for, for boston, boston both of yes. those races he um, did that's the one disney race i don't i don't pace that's the one race i don't pace because as a perfect runner they give me a free entry all the perfect runners get free entries into the marathon and because i get a free spot for that I give my pacer spot away to somebody else for that. Ah, for that nice, race. nice. Well, that's yes. good to yeah. know. We will be trying that. We've passed that. We've passed a it so many times. times. And we look so at many it. Many we, times. Go, we need to. We need to try that. 
we, yeah. we eat vegan six days a week and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we go day seven yeah. is our day to do food and drink for the podcast. Yes. So that's, yes. that's great to know. Yeah. Now, so, okay. So that was pre-race. Yeah. 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 What do you, what do you do during the race? What keeps you fueled and hydrated? And do you have like you a, the gels? Are and, you a strict well, schedule guy or just, it depends on the, it depends on the race. It mm-hmm. very much depends on the race. So if it's a marathon, I'm going to, I'm going to carry a couple of gels and I'll probably have one at 10 and one at 20 and yeah. I'm good. If it's a longer race, ultra marathons, particularly hundred milers, I really love a product called Tailwind. Nice. Um, We've heard about this I've, a little bit. I believe it's I've seen good. you talk about Tailwind a good bit. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. And it is designed to be, it's designed to be a complete nutrition replacement so that you don't need you don't need any other food, mm-hmm. you don't need any other electrolytes. It's it's designed to do everything. Now I will say in a hundred miler, your stomach may not be happy with you taking in the same fuel over and over. So I will as I get so the the tailwind is what I'll use between aid stations. But when I get in into an aid station, if the aid station has if it has peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm going to have that. Yeah. If it has yeah. pretzels, I'm going to have stuff. that. The, the best, oh my gosh, the best meal in the middle of a hundred miler that I've ever had. I was, I was coming up to this one particular aid station in this race in Colorado. It's at 13,000 feet. You're climbing up through the snow to get to it. Oh wow! And, and the, the aid station volunteer called down and asked if I wanted anything. And I still had a little bit of sense of humor left at that point. And I said, yeah, I'd love a beer. And so he said, I've got O'Doul's. And I swear to you, it was like something. Well, (laughs) it was like something from a freaking TV commercial. He literally, he reaches into a snowbank, pulls out an ice cold O'Doul's. And I have to tell you. I was at, where was I? I was at like 60 miles into a hundred mile race, 13,000 feet. It was the best beverage I have ever had to drink in my entire life. And then to get even better, they had pierogies. Oh, um, that actually is a, a food that makes sense. Yeah. It was, yeah. Cause it's not, it's kind of bland, yeah. but, but packed with nutrition, packed with energy. Mm. So good. Oh my gosh. And that's, I mean, that to me is, is the only thing better than that is actually being done with the race. (laughs) Oh, and when you're done with a race, what would be your favorite celebratory food and beverage? I do have, I do have a tradition that if, if it's a Disney race, I try to get over to Oga's Cantina at Hollywood studios. We've never been. What do you have? They've got a lot of really good things. They have they have a thing called called jet juice, which uh-huh. is which is basically like a little bit of a shot, but it has this acai flavored liqueur mm-hmm. that's one of the ingredients in it. It's really good. They have another drink that's called a fuzzy tauntaun. Yes, and you, you've heard about this. I've heard yes. about this. It, the foam on this makes your lips go numb. Um, Did you have it? Is it true? Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I've tried to make it. In fact, I have, (sighs) this is, this is what, this is called, uh, these are called buzz buttons. And this is what makes that, this is what makes the foam cause your lips to go numb and make a foam 
with this stuff. I believe it's, it's a type of peppercorn, if I'm not mistaken, yes. Yes. that does yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. It Interesting. So it's yeah. So that's my if, if I can, that's where I like to go mm. because that's a fun. It's a fun place, and I really like finishing a race and then getting unless it's unless it's a race where like the Donna. Yeah, I, I stay at the finish line of the Donna until the very last person finishes. But at the Disney races, they don't want me to hang around right at the finish line the whole time, mm. and and. I've got other pacers there that I just, I hand off my flag and we just keep handing off. So no one pacer stays at the finish line too long. I like to get as far away from the finish line as possible and then get into the parks and, and enjoy it. And that's something yeah. that we started that because I've been doing the Disney marathon now for 28 years, that that's been a family tradition of going into the parks and even one year they gave the, the 10th year of the race, they gave all the perfect runners this this Mickey Mouse trophy that's probably about 10 inches tall. And I had my pass with me. So I finished, got my trophy and then stood in line to get into Epcot and, and then spent the rest of the day walking around the parks with the kids. Cause you know, if you've got kids, they don't care that you just ran a marathon. Sure. They want to go. Yeah. yeah. They want to go. They want right? to have fun. And that's true. Yeah. If your kids are it's true, if your kids are eight and it's also true. If your kids are 25. It's true. Oh, that's yeah. Any age or a kid at Disney. Well, I was going to say now <laughs> the next time you make your way over towards August Cantina, oh. one of our favorite Disney beers is served at a beer stand just outside of the cantina. Do you know the Gold Squadron Lager? I don't. Oh, it's good. I don't. It's a, it's it's a lager with a hint of lavender mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. only served in that part of the park. Very subtle, but delicious. Something we'd highly recommend you try. So yes. We're gonna, okay, good. Just saying. Good. We're going to try a fuzzy tauntaun, and we want to hear the your report you. on, the, on well, the Gold Squadron I Lager. I will give it to you. I would have been terribly disappointed if I didn't learn a good food or drink tip from you guys. There you today. go, so right? Thank, yeah. thank you. Thank you. I need yeah. that. Thank you. You have, it's like you have a Mecca up there in Jacksonville of all the different food and beverage. We were just on last night with Amanda mm -hmm. from the Donna Foundation, and she was giving us tips like you got to go to the Lemon Bar, you got to go to Taco, Lou. Taco Lou's. And all this, so we and we've been up there for three years, so we know we've got to go to. Do you have a favorite place there? In Jacksonville, yeah. I don't live in Jacksonville per se. I live up on I live up on Amelia Island. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. and so I'm and we live downtown. I don't even like to go to the restaurants that are on the opposite side of the street of down. I, I want to be able to walk to the yeah. restaurant and stumble home. <laughs> and, but there, there are, there definitely are a few places in Jacksonville that I love. There is a, there's a, a tiki lounge there that's called Flask and Cannon. Oh, Flask and Cannon. Um, We've heard about this from Andrew. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Flask and Cannon has really good tiki drinks. And so that's definitely one of the places that I have to hit. It's not, yeah. it's on, it's actually, it is on the, the route of the marathon. You do kind of run past it during the marathon, but it's, it's not close enough to the hub to be able to, if you're staying right there by where the race starts and finishes, it's not close enough, in my opinion, to walk, walk. down to. Says says the guy who runs 100 miles, well. it's not close <laughs> enough to walk. But, um, Dreamy, you can do it. But it's not, but yeah, but that's, um, but that's definitely, yeah. if I'm down for that, for race weekend, I always hit Flask and Cannon when I'm down there. And it's, it is... It shares a building with uh, a pizza place called V Pizza. Oh, we've heard about this um, too. We've got to go there. Pizza's pretty good. 
Yeah. Pretty good there. So in, there Key, in Key West, do you go to the Tiki house in Key West? I have. So the last time I was in Key West, I got there on foot. I had run the Keys 100, oh. which is 100 miles. It's 100 miles from Key Largo to Key West. And I mostly wanted to um, curl up and die when I got there. And so I didn't, I did not take the time to go anywhere, mm. unfortunately. Mm. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe of doing the race again this year. It is on. It is oh, good. Planned, they're planning to have it in May. Yep. And if I do it, I will, I will hopefully get to spend a little more time down there. It yeah. coincides with the, is it the Miami, it's either Rum Congress or Rum Renaissance. Uh-uh. There's a, there's a rum festival in Miami. There you go. Perfect. The same weekend as the hundred miler. And so I figure I could go down there. I can drink rum on Friday and then I can run a hundred miles starting Saturday. Perfect. <laughs> um, perfect. Yeah. We'll see. Right, we'll, Papa we'll Spilar is waiting for you. Oh. <laughs> You never know. You never know. That is, I've, got, I've got a bottle. I've got a bottle yeah. of poppers here. Oh, yeah. That's See, there a, you go. That's a bold strategy. I'm going to yeah. drink rum on Friday and run my 100 on Saturday. Well, I'll tell you what. It would <sighs> it, it would keep me in check, right? It would yeah. keep me from overdoing it. That's true. Because that's true. I'm smart. I, I take my running seriously mm. enough not to, not to do anything that would jeopardize that race. If I do go, we'll see. I'm not yeah. positive. I'm running the 110. Donna has a 110 yes. option. Yes. And I'm in charge of that in normal years, which means that on Saturday when the 5K is happening and the expo is going on, I'm out there checking on the runners that are doing 82 miles. Mm. They do that on Saturday and then they do the marathon on Sunday or 84. And But this year, because everything is virtual, including the 110, I'm planning on doing the 110 on the same weekend that it would have been held for Donna and I'm going to do it on the same course that it would have happened because I don't have any other responsibilities. So we'll see how that goes. That's coming up in just a couple of weeks. And then if that goes well and, and I feel strong, then I'll go back to the keys. If I go, I'm going to go with a plan of trying to run my, get a fast, get faster than I did the last time I ran it, which was Mm -hmm. several years ago because it's a flat, fast course. And why run it if I'm not going to try to go fast? We yeah. wish you all the best in that objective Thanks. and try the Tiki House. Also, Amigos across the street has okay. amazing avocado tacos. So ah, we've good, given good, tips. Good. I, I feel we've earned yes. a little in giving, in giving some tips because you did. You, Chris, you have given us so much of your time and so much knowledge about Galloway and all the ways that you can implement it. If you have a training program near you, customized training, e-coaching with Jeff, it is, or just grabbing the book. Like you said, it is an amazing program and we will link to jeffgalloway.com so that you can find out more about all that the director of Galloway training, Chris Twiggs, has shared with us today. Thank you for being on the Run, Eat, Drink podcast with us. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Chris Twiggs is a fantastic man. An amazing training director and coach. He really is. And he keeps everybody so motivated in the Facebook group. And we've seen him out in person as mm-hmm. well, getting mm-hmm. all of the the pacers kind of pumped for the day and getting everybody ready to go. So mm-hmm. uh, the guy's incredible. 
Yeah. And he had some really great food and beverage recommendations, not only for Orlando and the Disney area, but also for the Jacksonville area. Exactly. I can't wait to get back up there. Mm. Yes. So it just, it made me reminisce about all the ways that we have enjoyed that Donna Marathon weekend and we will enjoy it again in the future with our Runcation Nation at a Runcation Nation meetup. I can't wait. That's going to be so much fun. But you know what this means. You know yeah, what this means. I know. Everybody out there knows what this means. Yeah. It's about that time. All this information, <sighs> the training info, the info about our team to run the Donna virtually, all of that has now gone from our mouths into the microphones, <laughs> out over the podcasting <laughs> devices, and into our Runcation Nation listeners' ears. Yes. We're now counting on you guys to act on it. Yes. If you want more information about any of the Galloway training programs, books, methods, the ways that you can get it done if you want to get started, you can find them all at jeffgalloway.com. Great website. And if you want to register for the Donna Marathon weekend before Valentine's Day, go to runnydrink.net slash Donna. Also a great website. And become part of our team. Run zero, zero, all the way up to 110. Support the Donna Foundation with us. And you get registered. We're going to shout you out on all of our social media as well, thanking mm -hmm. you for joining the team. Absolutely. I can't wait to see how big we can get this team in yeah. the next week or so. I'm excited. And I thank everybody who's already purchased a shirt, registered for any distance at all, including zero, zero. Absolutely. The zero, Just, zero. We can't thank you all enough. So with that being said, she's sad. We've come to the end of another episode. Thank you for tuning in from wherever you have listened to us on your long run, your commute to work around the house. We are just happy that you are tuning into the runny drink podcast wherever you are and we love recording it for you guys <laughs> i'm your host amy and i'm your co-host dana stay safe stay well and we will accomplish explore and indulge with you really soon Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.